If we want to learn stuff, we need to reflect on it. We need to revisit it. If we attended a class or took a course or read a book, if we don't review it, especially within the days immediately after, it's likely most of it will not stick into our long-term memory. Thus, we will forget it. Hence, the forgetting curve, which we've talked about previously. Overlearning is potentially a way to circumvent the forgetting curve. Because overlearning is the continual study of something beyond mastery, beyond learning it at a level of 100%. It's useful to deploy overlearning in certain situations. A good example is if you're giving a speech. Let's say you've been invited to do a TED Talk six months from now. A 20-minute TED Talk. After mastering what you want to say, within the time limit, and how, in terms of the slides you will use, you could choose to practice delivering this speech over 100 times, so that when you arrive to deliver your presentation, you can do so with a very, very high degree of authenticity and a lack of nervousness, because you've overlearned it. I remember getting mesmerized by an audio course a number of years ago called The 48 Ways to Wisdom. The material just seemed really, really dense to me. I took copious notes as I listened to it. I was in awe of it as a piece of work, and I'd never heard anything about it, and to be honest, I've never heard anything like it since. Years later, when I met people who worked with the author of this course while he was alive, they told me that he was constantly refining it. He was constantly refining his 48 ways. And each time he delivered it, it was different. Years previously, he'd seemingly got to a stage where he could deliver the whole thing at a mastery level. But he chose to overlearn it. And I think that's what made it so special and distinct for me as a listener. There's power in overlearning. I'm Alan Kay, challenging everything. Talk again tomorrow.